Hello, and welcome back to my reading of K.S. Wood's The Magician, Chapter 6, Nestor. Vanessa was unaware she had spoken in such a fashion as she rode the elevated train across the city. She was heading from her apartment to her late father's family home in the northern edge of Allium. She was lip-syncing along with some songs on her wireless earbuds, quelling the urge to dance with the beat. Dancing would bring forth her magic, and that would bring unwanted attention. But emotions were sometimes hard to control. She had Nestor's gift. With it came an immense responsibility to control her magical powers. She had learned that years ago. The historian in her thought back to the stories that she had learned about her ancestor. Nestor Tamburlaine was the first magician documented in Vanessa's family tree to wield the power that she commanded. He was from the old country and was the first in the line of the Tamburlaines. His tale was sad and sordid. Once upon a time, Nestor was born into a magician father and mother. It was rare in that part of the old country that two magician families would meet and marry, since they were persecuted and kept their distance, carrying on their lines with normal blood. Yet the two lines that created Nestor were unsullied by normals. He was one of five children, but only he and his elder sister Helena survived into young adulthood. In the midst of the courtyard of the modest family home was an ancient oak, planted long before the family was even prosperous. It was a beautiful and formidable specimen. Nestor's parents, like the generations before, had married under that tree. It was also under that tree that Nestor discovered that not only he was a talented magician as his father, but he also held magic that could be even more powerful. It was a magic that had not been seen in any lines of his ancestry for generations. It was a power that was spoken only in whispers because it could be disastrous if used incorrectly. The power behind this magic terrified Nestor's father, for its origins were emotional and fervent. Because tensions between the magicals and the normals were often tenuous at best, the elder magician worried that the problems would one day, the power that Nestor held, could cause the family's ruin. So Nestor's father cautioned the young teenage magician to control his emotions and magic. For years, Nestor was able to keep control of his passions and his powers. He honed the spells he learned, ignoring the emotional magic he possessed. He also became respected and adored by his father. Helena had become a strong magician in her own right, but had fallen in with a normal who came from a line of purists. His family frowned upon magicians and their magic and wished to rid the world of their kind. But this man, though firm in his convictions, was also beguiled by the beauty that Helena bored. He could not help but fall in love with this kind and generous magician, despite his family's beliefs. The couple courted secretly, for though Helena knew her family would accept him, the young man knew his own kind would not be so forgiving. One day, his family did find out. His elder brother happened to spy on the two as they talked of their future beneath a tree in the forest. Outraged, he had told his parents the secret meeting and the family coerced the young man to speak of his courtship. They then forbade the young man from seeing Helena. She was, he was sent across the region to a family there in the hopes to rid him of his infatuation with this young magician. Through an intermediary, he sent Helena a note. In it, he promised he would return for her. He vowed he would never love another being like he loved her. Finally, 
He asked her to wait for him. So Helena did. She pined for her young man for three long years. She waited anxiously for his return, ignoring the suitors that her father brought to meet her. She ignored her mother's pleas to forget the young man and marry amongst their kind. Her only wish was to be reunited with her dearest love. So when the news finally came from the young man, it broke her heart in two. Her beloved, the one she swore would come for her, had married another. Despondent, Helena took to drastic means to deal with her pain. Young Nestor found her body beneath the oak tree, purposely chose as the place of her demise. Nestor was heartbroken over the loss of his sister, but he was also furious. Even though his mother and father pleaded with him, he decided to let loose control that he had on the magic that made him so powerful. In an impetuous rage, he cast magic that was awash with a flood of colors. Chaos ensued as the villagers became highly alarmed. The magic that raged about them was unlike anything they had ever seen. It terrified them to the point where they took up arms to combat it. The magician faced off against normal in battle that left the town in ruin. When the smoke had cleared, Nestor's mother was dead. Their home was destroyed. The oak beneath which generations of his family lived and wed and his sister had died was still standing, but it was also half gone. The leaves fell from the branches, barely hanging on, reiterating that all that Nestor had chosen to lose in his l in, as his father fell to his knees in agony. Nestor had no choice but to flee the region of his birth. He gathered what he could under cover of darkness. With those in hands, he deserted his father and abandoned him in his time of need. He took to the road, ruminating on his folly. Because of his deeds, he traveled far and wide. He knew that he needed to flee the old country. He worked as a deckhand upon a ship bound for the new country, learning the ways of the sea as he readily learned his magic. When his magic abilities were discovered, he put them to good use by keeping the flames of the below-deck lanterns lit with magical fire. He also saved other members of the crew once or twice on his journey to the new world with spells he knew. By the time the ship docked in the new port, he adopted the surname Tamberlane, taken from one of the books he had read when he had free time. He decided upon that name because it came from a man with an iron will. He learned that he had to always remain closed off to any emotions. He even created a family crest, that of an oak tree, in full glory. If one looked carefully, one would see the magical embedded crack in the tree and the leaves that have fallen. It was a reminder. When his first years in the new country were rough and hard, Nestor preserved as best as he could. Magic was not shunned there. It was embraced, for it helped to build a new world. Nestor found his calling working hard to make his way in, in a business and amassing a small fortune. Yet he continued to lock away his emotions, working hard never to demonstrate that class of spells. The memory of his rage with which he had lost his family remained forefront in his mind. Eventually, Nestor married a beautiful magician named Victoria, but because he shut off his emotions, he never fully loved her. They had a companionable marriage nonetheless, one full of mutual respect, even if there was never love. From it came three children. Alexander Tamburlaine was a strong magician, 
though his magical powers appeared to be spells and magic from Vanessa's side of the family. He survived to make his father proud, even though the man never showed him love. Honing his skills and working harder than any other magician to become strong and stoic. While he lacked the intuition that his father's drive and means to accomplish a great deal. Edmund Tamberlane had inherited the recklessness of Nestor's youth as well as a magical gift of emotional magic. Rare as it was, Nestor forbade his younger son from using such skills. For he feared his folly being recreated anew in this younger generation. Like his own father, he trained Edmund from an early age to hide his emotion. But Edmund did not have the same desire to keep his emotions in check. He had not yet seen the magic could do when it was raging. And when he did not and he did not accept in vain to seek his father's love, as Alexander had. Helena Timberlane was the couple's last child, born after a series of pregnancies that ended in disappointment and grief. Because she was born in the middle years of Nestor's life, when he thought his iron will would continue to keep the folly of his youth held in check, she was especially loved by her father. She was the apple of his eye, much like his elder sister once was. Though she varied greatly in looks from her departed aunt, Helena Timberlane was just as feisty and just as strong a magician as the young woman had once been. As Helena neared the age the eve of her 15th birthday, their tragedy rocked the Tamberlane family. That fateful summer morning, she, was, she had been reading underneath one of the trees in the front lawn of the Tamberlane mansion, enjoying the coolness of the breeze that blew in from the lake. Edmund was raging about some silly bet he had placed and subsequently lost. When Helena scolded him because he was causing her a disturbance, Edmund reacted with a careless fit of rage that shattered the tree limb directly above the young girl. It fell atop of her crushing her skull and killing her almost instantly. Since the light of his life had been crushed, Nestor became despondent. The iron lock that had been put on his emotion had broken, and the tree of his youth was vividly in his mind once more. Wave after wave of colors washed over the mansion as he railed in his grief, tormented by sorrow. In a fit of grieving rage, he fled the mansion and the city in which he had established himself. He cast himself from the family once more. Abandonment was the greatest folly, and it was a folly that he had made twice in his lifetime. Edmund could not live with the torment of having caused the death of his sister and the disappearance of his father. The torment his mother and brother demonstrated towards him for being the cause of their family shattering would not allow him respite. In the middle of the night, he took his leave as well, packing a few belongings into a bag and disappearing. Neither man was heard from again. Alexander took up the reins of his father's business and position as head of the household. He worked to make the Tamberlane name something to be proud of. He worked quietly to make sure his mother was guarded in her perceived widowhood, and he married and had a family of his own. He hated that both his father and brother abandoned the family, something he wanted to make sure no one would ever happen again. He even cast a decree, one created from powerful magic, that no one could go against it. It forbade anyone from mentioning those who had abandoned the family fold, aside from Nestor and Edmund, who had been given up as examples. 
for generations, the greatest fallacy anyone can make was in turning their back on their loved ones. Those who did were written out of the family annuals and cast away, forgotten, as sure as the oak tree shed its leaves. For the love of family was one of the strongest bond that could be created, and each family member that broke that bond also broke the magic that bound them to the family. Once the leaves were shed, they could no longer be put back on the tree. Because of the stories, very few ever left the family. They protected the family that Alexander had built. Those who gave in to Nestor's folly were apparently few and far between, because they were all written out of the family and their existence was erased. Vanessa knew of only one person who had ever fallen to the folly of Nestor. She only knew him because he happened to be her in her mother's lifetime. He was her mother's cousin, the only child her mother's aunt Constance. While his name was forbidden in the household, Vanessa knew of him nonetheless. He was a young man that turned his back on his family and had taken off for parts unknown, never to be heard from again. Vanessa often wondered what it was like, though the only two things she knew about him was that he was once her, her mother's favorite cousin and that he was a powerful magician in his own right. No one would speak of him. The magic made that so. The historian in Vanessa wondered if the bonds that were once broken could be mended. Would it even be worth a try? The Magician is brought to you by K.S. Wood. If you'd like to know more about her story and her writings, please visit her website, kswood.blog. <laughs>